are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Now it's time for me to introduce my co-host, Brett. Where can they find you on Twitter? They can find me at HL Wheelhouse on Twitter. All right, so there's a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about maybe the rotation today and maybe um, what to expect once once everybody starts arriving to spring training. But unfortunately, as I kind of previewed yesterday, if you go back and listen to yesterday's show, I said more players are going to come out and say the Astros did this and there's going to be more stuff that's coming out. So we have not heard the end of it and I don't know if we're going to hear the end of it till the end of the season. But you can hear it here and you can get locked on Astros on the podcast Nap Himalaya as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device played podcast, Locked on Astros. So I guess we got to start off with El Jefe, which is Mr. Carlos Beltran. Yes, we knew that he was a big part of the whole Astros cheating scandal. I think that we all assumed that he was a, had a big role to it. But allegedly, an article that came out today with The Athletic, and I saw some on Twitter say this today, and um, you have to wonder, does The Athletic only cover the Astros? That just seems what it's been doing recently. But uh, you can also uh, just go and read it, and it kind of gives you some more details about what actually happened. Uh, before I go over the details, was there anything that stood out to you, Brett? Well, the fact that Carlos Beltran seemed to have this crazy amount of wicked control over the players um, or the players reported unwillingness to go against Carlos Beltran and another player that we'll talk about later, two veteran players that people looked up to. Um, I saw someone say, well, these were young, impressionable guys coming into the clubhouse. And then you got these and it it almost made Carlos Beltran out to be like this. Like he like lorded over them, like wielded his like sort of of authoritarianism. He's the godfather. And that's why. Yeah, yeah. That's why he put El Jefe for Beltron. It's like he's like this mob boss. I, I just, I don't know, Eric. Like I knew he was involved with it, but to hear this, it sounds very sinister to me. It, it's it's almost like it's almost like a movie script, you know? Yeah, I want you to close your eyes for a second, Brett, and I want you to remember back when the Carl the Astros signed Carlos Beltran before the 2017 season. Do you remember what happened? He took Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve. They both went out. To, they all three of them went out to dinner, and they had he had a good conversation. He said he wanted to kind of help Altuve become a better player and help uh, Carlos Correa become a better player. And you have to wonder if this is where it all kind of started. Hey, do you guys do this? Hey, uh, what do y'all do with the uh, relay, the replay room? And um, maybe that's where it all started. But apparently this was Beltran's idea. And when he came over to the Astros, he said, y'all are so behind the times. And uh, while the whole trash can thing was his idea, 
And but he said other teams he's been on, namely the Yankees, were doing something similar to it. Whether that be relaying signs, uh, like looking at live uh, game, and then kind of having somebody run, just like the Red Sox are accused of being do- of doing right now. And so something that we learned from this is this is what a player had to say, and this is kind of uh, it kind of makes you feel bad for these guys at the same time. It says. You're an accessory to a robbery, and now you're in the backseat of the getaway car. You never intended to be part of this criminal act, but the doors are locked, the driver is speeding away, and you're unable to escape. And that's what happened to the situation. I don't know who said that. I know that uh, the media talked to Joe Musgrove today. I'm sure you've heard from other people. We just got so much to talk about today, but uh, apparently uh, some of the players like after this whole trash can banning thing started, they said, you know what? I don't think this is what we should be doing. And Carlos Beltran shut them down. And uh, this is what the article said. During the season, small groups of Astros discussed their misgivings. McCann at one point approached Beltran and asked him to stop. Two members of the 2017 team said. He said he disregarded it and steamrolled everybody, one of the team members said. Where do you go if you're a young and personable player with the Astros? And this guy says, we're doing this. What do you do? And that just goes back to the, I guess, MLB's culture, where if you have the grizzled veteran, you're supposed to listen to him. I guess this goes back to the Bill Durham days um, in that movie where he was supposed to uh, mentor that young pitcher. And uh, I guess you're just supposed to respect your veterans and do what they say. So, um I know that the, a lot of people are blaming, well, I'm a young player, but at the same time, uh, you, you didn't know this was wrong at the time, and I don't know. There's What do you think about all this? Well, you know, like I said, it's definitely a lot more sinister than what I what originally thought it was. Um, when you go to the A.J. Hinch interview, the Wall Street Journal article, the code breaker, that being revealed, you're like, okay, that, that seems like a pretty seedy situation, just a deep-seated problem from the top down. But it, it just, to me, it just seems almost like a movie. And here's here's the disadvantage that the current Astros have that were on that team, is no matter what they say, if they say, I felt pressured, they say, you know, it's baseball's unwritten rules that you follow the veterans – they're still going to get the blame for doing this. You know, Carlos Beltran can be the purveyor of this, but it's still going to fall on the shoulders of the Astros. And that's what sucks for this team. That's what sucks for guys like Altuve, for guys like Bregman, for guys like Springer, for guys like Correa, you know, guys that are staples, Yuli Gurriel, guys that are staples on this team. Um, That's what stinks for them because at the end of the day, they know how much they used it. They know how much it helped and didn't help. But there's not a thing you can tell a soul in the world. If if someone thinks they're wrong and guilty, they're wrong and guilty. And this only compounds it to me because if you start saying, well, it's Carlos's fault, then you're pointing fingers. Um, if you say other teams are doing it, then you're pointing fingers. So um, it's just a complete hornet's nest, you know. And All right, Yeah, I agree with you. And one of the, the best quotes from that article was it said, and some Astros player – even manager A.J. Hinch felt powerless to stop him. And I remember, uh, those of y'all that listen to my podcast, you remember me talking to that guy at Subway, and he said that he knows Brett Strom in some way. And he told me this back in December. He said that 
the reason why AJ Hinch let it go on is because it was led by Alex Cora and uh, Carlos Beltran, and he did not want to lose half the team. And so that's one of the reasons why. So it, it's it's not going to go away. And even Marwin Gonzalez, he's, he, uh, was in, he made it to Twins uh, spring training today. And, of course, the media is going to ask him about it. And he's come out and he's kind of defended the team before, but I guess everybody's kind of saying what the, what's on their mind. And uh, this is what he said. I'm here to tell you how – how I feel that I'm remorseful for everything that happened in 2017, everything we did as a group. And then he said, uh, that's the part I feel the most remorseful for. He's talking about the players, uh, AKA the, uh, Mike, uh, Bolslinger, the guys who uh, were out of baseball because of it. And he said, I feel remorseful for that. The players that we are, were directly affected. I wish I could take it back. Then I do it in a different way, but there's nothing we can do. So before we go on a break, I do have to kind of mention this one part. He said that, this is Marlon Gonzalez, he said that he's not so sure the Astros would have won the World Series had they not cheated. So we'll have to kind of stew on that during a break. But guys, remember to get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Astros on Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Listen in your car to or from work every day. All right, welcome back to Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Where can they find you at, Britt? They can find me at HTown Wheelhouse on Twitter. And if you're on Facebook, look, look for me at Stros411. Always positive, always Stros. All right, so before the break, we're kind of talking about Marwin Gonzalez and his comments. And uh, I, I want to know from the audience, what, what does this make you think of Marwin? I know that Marwin was able to use what happened 2017 mostly, and I guess his success a little bit in 2018, but he kind of took a step back. Some would say, well, they stopped baning in the middle of the 2018 season. They stopped relaying signs, but who knows what really happened there. But how do you feel about Marwin Gonzalez now? Do you still Is he still this beloved guy? Are you mad that he's... He's not ratting out the Astros. I think we already know who the rat is, but uh, is he? He's the first position player to come out. So, Brett, what do you think about this? I think Marwin Gonzalez. Um, he said what he had to say. Um, he had to say that he was remorseful, and I believe that in some form or fashion, he he does feel bad. To me, he was probably one of the ones that benefited the most because when when you look back on the 2017 season, you basically see that he had a career year and he capitalized on that career year when he left and he kind of signed off of that career year. And so when he left, Marlon Gonzalez was kind of one of these like unsung heroes. He wasn't like the frontliner, but he was that guy that hit the home run in LA. Now with him saying this stuff and then saying, well, you know, I don't know if we would have won the world series without it. Like why even go there? Why even say that people already doubt it. So why add fuel to the fire? And I think that quote alone will will be his stamp from a lot of Houston fans. Um, I know a lot of fans will still adore him and still like him and in, enjoy the memories. But when you put yourself out there like that, and to me, throw the team under the bus by saying, yeah, we, I don't think we would have won it had we not done this. You can't say that because the report itself, Eric, said they could not tell whether or not this actually gave them an advantage on the field. I mean, this 60,000 email 
investigation didn't even reveal that. And yet this player is going, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's saying that because he benefited the most from this banging thing. I don't know. I know uh, at the Crawfish boxes on our little chat today, they're kind of discussing that. And the editor said, I, what I want to know was, were they stealing signs when Marwin Gonzalez hit that homer uh, in uh, LA? And uh, no one was on base. It was on the road. So how would they have been relaying signs? And there's no trash cans. So maybe that was where he actually wasn't uh, stealing signs. I don't know what's going on, but it, it just makes you think. And uh, now we have some other players come out. I know that our old friend Joe Musgrove came out. And at, at first, earlier in the offseason, it seemed like he was kind of saying, oh, I don't remember stuff. Or I may be uh, mistaking him for another pitcher, but... What, what did Joe Musgrove have to say this time around? Well, you know, he, he hit on the fact that he was a first-year player. And he said, you know, he, he basically told MLB Network, he said, look, myself, Bregman, a lot of other guys, it was our first year in the big leagues. And when you're around guys like Beltron, Brian McCann, those big names, you're not going to be the guy that basically walk up and tell him to knock it off. That's just not what you're going to do. And I'll, I'll quote him directly here. And he said, if MLB did an investigation as thorough as they did on the Astros with every team in baseball, they're going to find out more than they want to find. Musgrove said later, explaining that basically that the Astros in 2017 caught multiple teams trying to steal their signs as well. And so we know that this is something that has been talked about for a while. And this is something, Eric, that I've said from the beginning. This is bigger than one team. Yeah, and he went on to say that they asked him, because everybody's going to be asked, do you think that the World Series in 2017 was tainted? And Joe Musgrove says, I don't want to say it's tainted, but I think it is. And so this is something that we're going to hear. We already heard that Tanaka say that he was cheated, and well, not him, but the Yankees. And so it's just going to keep on going. And uh, to show how people are treating ex-Astros, the 2017 Astros, who are former t- our current teammates, Mike Conforto of the Mets, was asked about this today. And he said, there is a line that shouldn't be crossed. And uh, the Astros did. And then he had said, but what happened with J.D. Martinez and Jake Marisnik? They're both your teammates, and they both, both supposedly crossed the line in 2017. And he, this is what he had to say. Well, there are guys now. We're separating them from anything ongoing with Astros and Red Sox. It felt familiar to the steroid era, where guys were furious at perceived cheaters on other teams, but loved and protected cheaters on who were teammates. So fan bases do the same. You guys cheating, my guys persecuted unfairly. So, uh, so basically, if Barry Bonds is on your team and he's caught doing steroids, he's not cheating. But if he's on the Dodgers and you're on the Giants, then he's cheating. So that's just kind of a double standard there. Yeah, exactly. You know, J.D. Davis was a one of those players that when he when he got traded, when he left this organization, um, I knew he was going to do well. And who knows what Jake Marzik's going to do over there. But um, I thought that was apropos for, for Conforto to say because it makes a lot of sense. And it sounds like he has kind of the old school baseball loyalty going on. I mean, he's going to stand with his guys. He's not going to call them out right. and go, you know, you guys were, you guys were horrible cheaters. And well, he has it to is really, he has to play baseball with them all year. He's going to have yeah, to exactly. be an outfielder. Jake Marisnik. He's going to have to 
uh, being a dugout in the airplane. So you're not going to call your guy out who's you're going to play on the team with all year. Right. Well, you know, Conforto is one of those more classy guys, too, in the modern game. And so, you know, going back to the very beginning, how this all started, you know, Mike Fires, I don't believe in my heart of hearts that he really thought about the repercussions of his words. I really don't think that he thought it would gain, it, it, it would gain yes, he traction. Did. Yes, he did. You, you think he did? Yeah. I mean, I think he was pissed at because uh, from what I heard, he tried to do this last year. And oh, no, see, I didn't know that. Nobody believed him. This is why I think I heard. Because uh, I remember uh, Jeff Passan saying that there were some reports last year that the Astros were using trash cans in 2017. So um, I'm not sure. Uh, there's a lot has happened. So I could have well, misremembered that to quote. Um, who is that? Uh, Andy Pettit. I misremembered it. Exactly. Well, well, here's the thing that, Eric, that our listeners are going to get on our show is they're going to get honesty. And, you know, hey, I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I honestly did not realize that that was a thing last year because um, I was like, you know, you know, I try to give the benefit of the doubt to people. Um, I try to look at the positive side of things. Um, it was a line know, in I, article. Don't don't worry about it. It was just like one art line okay. in article. <laughs> okay. And he said that there are reports that the they heard trash can banes or something. So. Mm. Uh, but yeah, okay. yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, and we're gonna make mistakes. I know there's somebody who listens to the show just to get those mistakes, and go for it if that's what you want to do. But um, one thing I kind of want to talk about and get your opinion on is apparently before the 2019 World Series, the Nationals were busy. Of course, they they got finished uh, sweeping the Cardinals early, and they did uh-huh. a pretty good job. So uh, they're doing some homework, and apparently Alex Cora, after uh, getting knocked out of the playoffs, now I guess they didn't go to playoffs last year, but he called yeah. uh, Dave Martinez and said, hey, me amigo, my best friend, uh, we're, both go- <laughs> we're both from Puerto Rico, we're supposed to stick together. So uh, you know what? Those Astros, they're cheating. So you need to make sure you use alternate uh, different sign sequences and make sure you have different signs because hmm. um, when they have somebody at second base, they're going to relay the signs. And when they're at home, they're going to definitely cheat. And so uh, isn't that just ironic that Alex Cora went to the Nationals? And then it, it, it goes deeper than that. Brian Dozer played for the Nationals last year, but he also played with the Dodgers uh, for the previous two years. And so a lot of the Dodgers players called uh, Brian Dozier and said, hey, the Astros could be cheating. You, you got to make sure you watch out for that. To go even further, Max Scherzer reached out the revenge of the SIP. Apparently, he reached out, reached out to Tony SIP and said, hey, is, uh, are, should we be worried about the Astros cheating? And Tony SIP said, yeah, yeah, especially when there's somebody on second base. You better watch out because they use the camera and – they relay the signs somehow, and uh, so yeah, you better watch out. So there's just so much out there, and it just it just crazy crazy. And uh, he said, even watch out when there was not a runner on second base. Well, you know, here's the thing with that. Um, see, this tells me exactly what I need to hear: that it's a game of chess. And if you are stealing signs and somebody else knows you're stealing signs, you're changing it. And so now you are eliciting the help of other teams to help this team win in the World Series. Now, that's not considered cheating, but they're stealing 
the methods of the sign stealers or whatever. So it's kind of like tit for tat, you know, it's, it's, to me, it makes it all the more beautiful of a mess that it's become. And that major league baseball, I think is stepped off in, in that these players talk and these players talk amongst themselves. And you know what? That's going to happen. See, that's Mike fires. If he would have just talked amongst his teammates and not come out on a, on a national article. Well, they did. Uh, apparently, uh, they went out and said, uh, like when they faced the Astros, they said, watch out. You, you need to make sure you do this. Uh, oh, no, I know he did, but I'm saying, like, he could have left it at that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He could have just stopped there. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with these guys discussing off the field. If I know an advantage that someone else has that they're playing against me and 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 I'm out of it and I've got a friend over there, I'm going to help them out. I mean, that's just, just, that's just all part of the game. But um, it's interesting, all the different players that are talking um, and have consumed themselves with the Astros. Yeah, we're the um... – Basically, I, I saw some a video on Twitter today. The Astros are going to be must-see TV this year. A, they have a lot to prove. B, what is Dusty Baker going to say when he's constantly bombarded by questions? And C, how is baseball, not the MLB, how is are all the teams going to police this? Because you know that they're all upset about this. There were all those whispers. Everybody was like, you you got to watch out for those Astros. And so now they're going to probably retaliate. You may see uh, some of the people who participated the most get hit. You may see uh, people go after George Springer. You may see people going after, well, I guess um, a lot of people are not playing baseball anymore. Three of the players are retired. So um, that's kind of odd. But the Astros are going to have to shoulder this load. For the rest of the year, even Michael Brantley, who has was not on the team at the time. Yes, uh, he wasn't even on the, the 2018 team. So this is something that he's going to have to shoulder the brunt of. And uh, you have to wonder what the turnovers going to look like. It, are you going to be able to bring anybody back? No, no you, you know, that's the thing. I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of speechless um, just because. This gives them so much motivation, I think, to go out and prove everybody wrong. Um, they they have a target on their back. Yeah, Brett, I really agree with you. I think that that is something that the Astros are going to have to face. And I guess 2020 will be the year they either prove that they can win without cheating or can they kind of just go back to the pack or something. So we'll have to see. And this will be a a good year to see who Alex Bregman is who Jose Altuve is, who uh, George Springer is. And I think a lot of George Springer's contract could be riding on how good he does this year because, you know, people are going to still be thinking the Astros use buzzers in 2019. So, guys, that's all we got for tonight. I wish we didn't have to talk about this stuff, but we can't ignore it at the same time. That's just, that's just lying ourselves to ignore this. So thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the show on Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in car, tell your smart device played podcast, Locked on Astros. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.